It's time to place your bets. Let's talk to the pros. Welcome in, everybody, to Betting Pros. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. With me, as always, is Scott Bogman, and it's you. And today, it's all about the big game this Sunday. The Super Bowl. The Rams. The Bengals. I'm going to do the whole show in this voice. No, I'm not. But it's <laughs> it's going to be a great game. We've got some fresh blood in there. Some great narratives. Uh, we're going to break it all down for you today. We've had a week to think about it. And I like that. I like to step away a little bit. We kind of talked on it a little bit, gave our first impressions, but now we've had a full week to step back and analyze this game. And before Scott Bogman and I do break into all of that, I want to remind everybody we've got some amazing things going here at bettingpros.com, including BetMGM offer, which is out there for new users, $10 on any event. And you can win $150 in free bets regardless of the outcome. And again, since it's any event, it can be the Super Bowl this weekend or anything you want to put in there. And again, this offer is available in New York, New Jersey, Colorado, Indiana, West Virginia, Tennessee, Pennsylvania, Michigan. (laughs) I've been everywhere, man. Arizona, Missouri. uh, What else? Wyoming. It's available in a lot of places. So no excuses, everybody. Head over to BetMGM right now and put $10 onto any event and win $150. With the promo code JUICE150. Again, that promo code is JUICE, J-U-I-C-E, 150 over at BetMGM. And Scott Bogman, as we have now stepped back after a week, have you had a little time to kind of clear your thoughts? And are your thoughts now assembled for the big game this Sunday? Thoughts assemble. Yeah, uh, they, they've come together. I'm ready to talk about the Super Bowl and um, it's going to be a good one. Like you said, we got half new blood in there with the, the Bengals. It's been four years since the Rams were in the Super Bowl and, and they are back. Obviously, Matt Stafford has never been there. A couple other guys have never been there. Odell um, Von Miller has experienced those Super Bowl MVP. So, right. uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's a little bit of a mixed bag as far as experience goes, but it's going to it should be a great game. I, I think it's going to be a tight one, which, uh, you know, can lead us one way or the other here. So I'm excited to talk about it. Well, I put together a little tail of the tape here. So here we go. Rams versus Bengals here. Uh, no Michael Buffer intro. I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm not, not going to do the let's get ready to rumble. That's that's tired. I mean, won't old. he sue you if you do it? I think it's a whole thing, right? Oh. Yeah. Well, then I shouldn't have even just said it. Then we're well, you can say let's get ready to rumble, but you can't say it. I can't his say it voice like that. To, to start anything. I think uh, I think that's uh, might have a copyright on that. I don't well, know. then we're going to avoid that at all costs. Instead, let's look at the records between these two teams for the 2021 season. And uh, what we have are the Rams who are. 12 and 5, the Bengals were 10 and 7. Uh, the offensive rank, the Rams were ranked ninth in the league in offense. The Bengals actually 13th, better than you might think, boys and girls. The defense, the 15th ranked Rams versus the 17th ranked Bengals, also very tight. This is the difference maker for me, and you kind of touched on it with Von Miller a little bit, which is players with Super Bowl experience. 10 for the Rams, 1 for the Bengals. So although the Rams were in the Super Bowl a few years ago, this is a very a different of Rams team. Yeah. A ton of turnover. Uh, but some of the key pieces still there. Guys like Cooper Cup, guys like Errol Donald, Aaron Donald. And of course, you've got, as you're saying, players who have come in with Super Bowl experience like Von Miller. It feels like, and especially from the Rams' point of view, McVeigh said, you know, there was something where we really didn't have that experience and we thought it wasn't going to be a big deal. And then it turned out to be. How much weight and stock do you put in that from the get-go? I put a little into that. And I think it's more 
to me, it's it's less about the players. I, I think every single time they go to the Super Bowl, unless you're Tom Brady and the Patriots, you know, uh, you know, because you have to deal with media day and, uh, you know, all just so many people want a piece of anyone who is involved in the Super Bowl at all. Right. So uh, you're getting pulled in a bunch of different directions. Every single one of your family members wants tickets like, you know, we've heard all these same stories over and over from the players. I think it's more for the coaching staff because these are the guys that have to get you organized. So right. I think if they've gone through before, like McVeigh has, it's better for them. I mean, Taylor's been, uh, you know, a, an assistant to the Super Bowl, too. So he knows, you know, I think he was on that staff when they went four years ago for uh, Sean McVeigh. Right. So these guys know how to, how to do it. They have a little experience in making the schedule, dealing with it, all that stuff. So, you know, it's just getting through that and then getting into the game and not letting that stuff play into the game. The game is still the game, right? Uh, regardless of the the people in the stadium, uh, everybody else there, the game is still the game. So uh, way more on the line. Everybody's going to be a little bit nervous to start, of course. But I think once they go out there and start hitting like normal, that stuff kind of uh, shies away and they go back to playing football. Well, to that point, too, Sean McVay and uh, obviously Taylor on the same staff there a few years right. ago in that Super Bowl. So. What do you make of that? The familiarity between these two coaches, knowing each other, working together, one being hired by the other. And sometimes that can be overrated, but sometimes we've seen that. I mean, whether it be Mike Vrabel at times, kind of sticking it to his mentor, Bill Belichick in the playoffs a couple of years ago. Uh, we've seen this happen a few different times. Well, where sometimes the, the student becomes the teacher. Remember, the biggest one was when, uh, you know, John Gruden left uh, Oakland Raiders, then went to Tampa Bay. Right. And the and Raiders Callahan. didn't play the change. didn't change the playbook. That's oh. the unbelievable thing. Didn't change the playbook or the signal calls. And they basically and I, knew I everything when it was happening. Like the, you know, the uh, NFL film stuff at halftime and John Lynch going, I've never had practice matter more than mm -hmm. this week because Gruden Gruden was like impersonating Rich Gannon and all that stuff. It, you're not going to get down to that, right? I mean, you had different quarterback when uh, Taylor was with the Rams still anyway. So right. you're not going to get down to that level. And there's no way McVay doesn't change up enough to where the defense is going to, you know, you're not going to be calling out plays and stuff like that. I think McVay is too smart for that. So there's a little bit of familiarity, but I don't think, you know, I don't think it lends one way or the other in this game. So it's kind of like trends. Like I like, I like trends, but sometimes trends can get a little overblown, especially Super Bowl trends. People want to look into it and they're like, well, look, mm -hmm. the last 10 years, what does a Super Bowl 10 years ago have to do with this game? Right? It has it nothing is the to do with the biggest waste of space content filler nonsense when people look well, back at huge i'm sorry I, it just is at the end of the day you have to analyze this game these players right what you've seen recently what you think they're capable of in this scenario and i, I think, think trends are more it. i i think they're better with the mindset coming in right like if you've lost 10 games in a row to cincinnati in season, know. in season, yes, like the trend of San Francisco continuously beating up on the Rams. And then we talked about that trend a couple weeks ago. It was like certain trends are unsustainable. You're not going to beat a team seven, eight, nine, ten times. It's just not going to happen. But that's Eventually, why you that don't pay turn. attention to those trends that much. You're right. It's exactly like that. Something happens like, uh, you know, you lost six in a row to the Niners and then beat them in the NFC Championship. You know, it was a tight game. Probably should have lost. Jaquiski Tart should pick that ball off. But, you know, um, <laughs> It's not the way it goes. So uh, that's why I don't, uh, you know, really get granular with those trends, especially, you know, the longer they are, the longer they are, the the less they mean, I think. 
So. I think application of the trends is more important, if I may. It's the, you know, when I, well, on this very show, uh, Dan and I were talking about that game, and that was my lock of the week with San Francisco, you know, weeks and weeks back in the season, the second time around, beating the Rams again, because I had seen where the Rams were at, how they were playing, how the 49ers were playing. And then you and I were doing this show a couple weeks ago, and I said, the Rams are going to find a way to win this football game. After beating Tom Brady the way they did, there's too much momentum there. There's too much belief. This is the exercising of the demons. If you can exercise the Tom Brady demon and then turn around the next week and finally have a chance to beat this team that has pounded you six times in a row, you're going to take the most out of that. And you're going to take that opportunity and you're going to take it for all it's worth. And they did to their credit, which brings us now to the game. And if you go over to bettingpros.com, and you look at the NFL matchups, of course, we've got that matchup there. There's only one NFL matchup left. It's going to give you the consensus of where everyone is in terms of where the money's being put, what the percentage is, which is really useful. So you can get an idea of what the board looks like and how other people see the board in the consensus in the betting world. And right now, we are still at the same exact number that we were last week, four and a half right now. So the consensus line is still four and a half. Uh, for, of course, the Los Angeles Rams, who are also a home team and playing at home. Boggs and I discussed this last week. We don't put too much stock in this either because it's a home game for the Rams, which is not a huge fan base. They're a team that just moved recently. Los Angeles is not a great pro football town. It's where the NFL offices are located. And on top of which, there's going to be a lot of elitist people there more than usual because it's L.A. You know, yeah. not everybody wants to get on a plane and fly to Indianapolis in February. But you want to go to L.A. Yeah, I want to go to L.A. and hang out and see movie stars. Oh, there's Leo DiCaprio. Oh, look, there's there's, you know, Chris Evans. Like, yeah, OK, that's cool. You know, Indianapolis. No, no offense, Indianapolis. I mean, even New Orleans. It's a fun town. Eat, drink, be merry. There's different locations. Nobody wants right. to go to New York in February. That's for damn sure. But I think even though it's a home game, it's more just familiarity with the turf and sleeping in your own bed at the end of the day. I yeah, like that's the, it, right? Know, yeah, getting uh, your same locker room, your, right. the same security people, the same parking lot. You get to sleep in your own bed, like you said. That all, you know, lends a little bit towards the the Rams, of course. Less stress of the travel. I mean, the travel is right. a big stress. And you mentioned before the family asking for tickets, all these things going on. That's a big deal. But but the travel together. Uh, can can be nice too because it brings your teammates. You know, it brings you closer as teammates, and that's two weeks of that stuff too. Of kind of you know going through it and, and bonding, not like they haven't had it the whole season, but it's just different when all mm, this pressure sure. is on uh, those guys together. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, so uh, I, I we obviously saw Tampa Bay win, and I'm sure everyone saw the dumb meme of. You know, the um, we're going to host it in Dallas every year moving forward. So no team ever gets a home game, you know, all that crap. So, yeah, I mean, it means a little bit, but uh, it will ultimately not be the deciding factor in the Super Bowl, in my opinion. All right. Uh, I want to talk to you now because this is it, Boggs. We've had the mm -hmm. time for everything to sink in. And as we we're past the Pro Bowl, everyone has the forward to it. Thanks. All year, oh, definitely not just watching the Senior Bowl and Shrine Bowl this week. Everyone, I mean, I didn't see <laughs> one second of the Pro Bowl. I mean, it's the most worthless thing. It's so I terrible. didn't either, but the tweet of the week is definitely Kyle Pitts, who said, it's nice to score a touchdown in America. This is my first <laughs> uh, professional touchdown in America. I thought that was the tweet of the week, man. I love that. I thought that was so funny, man. Uh, but look, you know, there's obviously lots of opportunities here. This is the Super Bowl. And for those people who don't even necessarily you know, go crazy on the wagering side, but they want to try a little bit. This is a great opportunity because if you go to bettingpros.com slash offers right now, we've got a ton of different varieties from all these different wagering houses. 
Uh, everything is $20 or less. You can put $10 on this team, $20 here, $5 investment, and just have a little fun and get a little action so you have a little extra on the game. And that is for you at bettingpros.com slash offers. Again, that's bettingpros.com slash offers. You can go there and there's a ton to choose from. So find the one that works in your state. Find the one that works for you, whatever kind of investment you want to make. Because I'm like, you know, I say this even last week, you know, we talked about two weeks ago, the best bet on the board I thought was, hey, Pluck down $11.70 and you're going to win $111 if the Bengals win the Super Bowl at plus 850. And guess what? That went from a one in four chance to a coin flip right now. For y'all, you. So that's y'all, good. I've gotten so many bragging texts from Doe about his Cincinnati oh, Bengals Super Bowl pick. I got uh, like, I didn't respond to the first one. So then I got another one a little bit yeah. later and I'm like, well, oh, I'm going to have to. I said, to this is the best bet on the board. And here's the thing even though it's the best bet on the board, I don't think it's going to come true. So. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert. I spoiler. hope it does. Yeah. I want it to. I hope it does. But not. here is here's where I've come to after this week of looking through this. And we're going to start here with uh, the money line here, which is right now minus 200 for the Los Angeles Rams plus 165 for Cincinnati. I truly believe at this point in time, as I've had more time to really step back, look at this game, let all of the heat from the championship games dissipate. You win football games up front. The biggest deficits of the Cincinnati Bengals also happen to be the biggest strengths of the Rams. The pass rush up front, the bad offensive line, and of course the cornerback play of Eli Apple and the best wide receiver on the planet right now is Cooper Cup. I mean, you can argue it's Devontae Adams, but y'all see where I'm coming from. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase might be in that mix too. But Cooper Cup has been unbelievable. Those two things bring me to this conclusion, which I believe the Rams are going to win this football game. So on the money line right now, I'm taking the Rams. So Boggs, that's where I have landed after all of this. This is where I've come down. I hope that a couple plays bounce the other way and I win some money, but I just think at the end of the day, that pass rush is too much for that offensive line. We saw what happened in Tennessee and the Tennessee offense is not the Rams offense. The Rams offense can put some points on the board. So that's where I'm at right now. Where do you land on the money line? It, this is such a hard game to pick. I feel like it's it's a good one, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I like you said, I think the uh, the biggest mismatch of this game is that Bengals offensive line versus the Rams uh, defensive line. I think that is the biggest one you'll see. But I also think that the way Matt Stafford has not been protecting the ball guy led the league in interceptions, right? Um, versus the secondary that has been making plays for Cincinnati. Uh, I think that's a big mismatch too. Uh, just personally, I mean, just uh, a woozy has been playing great Bates and Von Bell and even Eli Apple had a decent game, uh, last week, although he is, you know, going to get torched. He didn't have a decent game. He made a big play. Now, I guess I should, I should, uh, rephrase that. He made, he made a big play that tackle right before the half, of course, being the big play that he made, but, um, you know, and I, you have to give. Cincinnati the edge as far as the kickers go if this comes down to a kicking game Matt Sta- sure. uh, Matt, Matt Gay has been playing a little bit nicked up with this groin injury you know had some shaky kicks missed a kick um and Evan McPherson is just you know money in the I bank mean, man he, he is, is so fun incredible unless he's Scott Norwood's this uh you know I, I no, think he's I don't, uh, I don't think he's got that in him I don't think he's got that gear he doesn't know failure this kid he's amazing right he's so much right fun. I mean, it, look, it could be a 58 yarder to tie it or something. And he misses that. No one's going to blame him for that, no, you know. But not. I mean, if he misses a anything shorter than 50 in this game, you know, uh, especially if it's a, a clutch situation, 
that's it's a bad spot to live in as a kicker for the rest of your career. Uh, so you know you can have all those big AFC Championships divisional uh, uh, matchup moments, but if you choke in the Super Bowl, nobody's going to care what you did. So you know yeah. that that's something that I'm sure he's thinking about. But I think you give Cincinnati, um, you know that you you give them that they have the better special teams unit. So. I just don't think that Cincinnati is going to be able to overcome this uh, offensive line, this defensive line from the Rams. And I think that is why I'm going to take the Rams in this game uh, and lay the four mm-hmm. points. Like you said, I, okay. Now you're going to lay. now that was outright. my next thing was, are you, I'm taking them to win outright. You're taking them with the points as well. I'm going to lay the points too. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go on the other side. I think like most super bowls, typically speaking, everybody comes out a little flat after in that first quarter. And to me, that affects this game in two two ways. Number one, it affects the four and a half, which I'm going to take the Bengals side of that because I do think that they can keep this close, especially because if the Rams have to settle for a three here and there, they have that McPherson guy who can keep it very close. At the end of the day, I'm looking at probably more like a 24-20 game. I think that is a very reasonable final score, um, you know, somewhere in that range, right? Where I think we're in that range potentially. So at the end of the day, that hook means everything. So I think the Cincinnati side of this one is where I want to be. And then the over under the 48 and a half. Again, I also kind of like the under in this game. And just just to get you where the percentages. By are the way, too. just real quick. You can also you can get the hook in some spots still. But I know like DK has moved to four. So which is different. It's yeah. the hook that to me is the most important. Uh, and where I can get the half is uh, where I want the Bengals, obviously. Um, but to me, when you're looking at where the money's gone on the money line, you've got 59% of the money, surprisingly, is actually on the Bengals. Uh, 57% is on the Bengals against the spread there, plus four and a half. And then the over under is actually on the over at 48 and a half, which is pretty interesting because <laughs> I feel like the only thing that I agree with there is the Bengals in the four and a half. I think this game falls underneath that 48 and a half. Me too. too. Because it's one of. Because I think the defenses don't get enough credit. You saying the Cincinnati defense, and you're right. Cincinnati defense, look what they did in that second half to Mahomes. This this unit right. comes to play. And that's all second half adjustments. So even right. if the Rams look good in the first half, they adjusted so well mm-hmm. on Kansas City. Also, Mahomes missed some bad passes. So he did. It, it's, it's column A and column B. But they did the right things. They got themselves in the right position to make it work. So, and, and look. Trey Hendrickson has been an unbelievable add to the Cincinnati defense. Sam Hubbard is having his best year. Logan Wilson starting at middle linebacker has made a big change for this defense. And, you know, the, the big free agent signings uh, of a woozy a too. I mean, you know, this defense is solid. It's very, very good in Cincinnati. So um, it's very underrated, which I'm with you, Joe. I'm on the under because I do think those are the two big mismatches are both on um, the uh other teams defense against the other team's offense. I think those are the big biggest mismatches of this game. Yeah. Uh, and it's, and it's interesting. So right now, like I said, in terms of the percentages, uh, Bogman, you are with the Rams mm-hmm. and I'm with the Rams. We are both in the minority there. And I understand why you're only getting minus 200. It's not a, you know, on the money line. Nobody wants to make that bet. That's, that's a given, right? Most people are on Cincinnati. I'm actually on Cincinnati on the four and a half. You are on the other side of this one, correct? With the Rams. So we're yeah, going to split I, on that. I like, I would much rather take the four than the four and a half, like you mentioned before. Mm-hmm. So 
That's why well, if you like the Rams, you, know, you take the four. If you like the you want the Bengals, you go the four yeah, and a half. That's exactly, what you do, right? exactly. So, but it it might slide back towards four. So you know, especially with all this money coming in on Cincinnati. So if you do like the Rams, wait and see if you can get that hook taken off, get the four instead of the four and a half. All right, and the last one here, you and I are both on the under of this game, which puts us in the minority. Just forty two percent here of experts are there, and then you got forty eight and a half again is that number, and that's fifty eight percent of people are on the over on this game. Which look, I'm all for it. It would be a fun thing to watch. I'd much rather watch more points, but I'm realistic. Right. Typically, everybody's nervous. Everybody's flat. You haven't played in two weeks. It feels always like that first. Remember quarter. the Rams last Super Bowl too, thirteen <laughs> to three. There was yeah. 16 points total scored yeah. in that game. I well, don't think I, that, that's so going to be yeah, this Todd game. Gurley, yeah. who wasn't himself. You had Jared Goff. You had Bill Belichick with a game plan to stop right. them. I mean, that's such but a... They held, but but what I'm saying is that defense held Brady, too, who was not right. nervous at all. So, no, you're true. You know, sure. that, that, that's just something... It, it's just something to think of. Like I said, we don't like trends. We don't like history, that kind of stuff. These are two different teams. But mm-hmm. also, you know... Everybody wants to see that high-scoring Super Bowl. It just doesn't work out all the way. Uh, every typically, time, all I'm typically saying. it doesn't, especially with teams right. that are, I think, pretty evenly matched. And as we went through the tail of the tape in the beginning of the show, evenly. pretty similar seasons. Yeah. Like, these are two teams that are kind of right there. They're kind of middle of the pack defensively, but they both have played better of late, which is, of course, why they're in the Super Bowl. Uh, two teams offensively can put points up, have great wide receiver play, big playability. The run game there, it's it's come back to life for the Rams a little bit. It's pretty good for, you know, with Joe Mixon, obviously, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Most people would love to have Joe Mixon as their running back, that's for sure. And you've got quarterback play here, and I think it just comes down to, you know, the Matthew Stafford narrative and the Joe Burrow narrative. The Joe Burrow narrative is fun, and it's sexy, <laughs> and it's what everybody, and I'm, I'm all in on it. I love Joe B. But experience I think does matter. And I think Matthew Stafford has waited his whole life to get to this moment for this game. And I have a hard time thinking he's going to be denied at the end of the day. And if he isn't, and I win money, I'm going to sit here on the show next week and be very happy. <laughs> You're going to smoke a cigar the- in, uh, oh, in oh, honor of, of I'm Joe hun- Burrow. You got to get right that here. drip, man. You got to get that big necklace Listen, and that fur coat. And I will those absolutely. Robert Downey Jr. Sunglasses. Yeah, I will do. I will have the sunglasses. I will have the drip and I will have the cigar if Joe Burrow wins on this show. And this is why you subscribe to betting pros over on YouTube. Oh. So you can watch <laughs> me do stupid things like that. I 100 percent will do that. And now I really want the Bengals to win because I love playing dress up. It's a great time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> by the way, if you want some extra fun uh, again, we're trying to give you all the fun here. That yeah. we possibly can. Make sure you go to bettingpros.com slash squares because I know everybody loves to do the Super Bowl squares there with their family and their friends, their coworkers. It's so easy. You go to bettingpros.com slash squares. And what you could do is you could set it up, send a link to everybody. Everybody gets their square and then it updates every quarter. Everybody could check on their phone. So obviously, you know, people aren't all together for the Super Bowl, but you can see where you're at and it gives you all the live updates and it's free. So head over to bettingpros.com slash squares for that offer. We got another offer too. We talked about before, which is bettingpros.com on the other side there for um, offers. So bettingpros.com slash offers, $20 or less. You go in there, you find the offer you like, you go ahead, you put some money on the game and you have some fun and enjoy yourself. And of course, don't forget about our big one too, which is BetMGM with the promo code JUICE150. Head over to BetMGM and new users 
a $10 bet on any event, they'll win $150 on that outcome. So why not the Super Bowl? Why not today with that promo code JUICE150? Go sign up for BetMGM today. And don't forget, everybody, to subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash bettingpros, because on Sunday morning of the Super Bowl, 11 a.m. Eastern, we start our live stream for all of your up-to-the-minute betting and all of your wagering advice. Again, that live stream is happening 11 a.m. Eastern right here on Betting Pros on our YouTube channel. Bogman, this has been a great time. I look forward to watching the game. I'm sure we'll be texting during it, you and I, and if the Bengals win and that plus 850, the cigar will be ready to go. Oh, oh it's going to be so fun, baby. Let's go. <laughs> That'll do it for us, but the story of the game goes on. For Scott Bogman, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids.